Patriot fans of the world, what is up? It is Davey Yo here, and this is episode five of the You Got Served podcast. This is going to be a good one. Guys, it's going to be a good one. The haters are going to be crying early today. We got a gang of four here. We're fully locked and loaded. And first off, we've got my buddy Tom, a.k.a. BBC in memoriam. What's up, Tom? How's everybody doing today? Beautiful weather for this weekend, so I hope everybody's enjoying it. Absolutely gorgeous out here in the Northeast. Cannot complain at all. We've got a repeat offender. This guy sat in with us a couple weeks ago, and he came back. <laughs> that must mean we're good, right? What's up, Justin? How's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing well. Hey, Justin, tell us how people can follow you on Twitter. Um, just look for the most obnoxious guy out there. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got that, that sit Ubu sit, which is a throwback to eighties television, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a dog lover. I got two dogs myself and uh, I just, I just love dogs in general. So, uh, yeah, I went with the, uh, the sit Ubu sit. And of course the man who needs no introduction, but we're going to introduce him. He is the host of the Slightly Biased podcast, co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group, the General Steve Reisner. What's up, Steve? What's going on, guys? I uh, couldn't possibly miss a chance to rip a pot Peyton Manning on a Friday night. So <laughs> That's what I mean. It's just we've been wait I've been thinking about this all week and loading up with material. We are so <laughs> loaded with material right now. This is going to be fun. This nice. is going to be fun. So uh, our format here is the same as always. We got two rounds. Round one, line them up. Round two, knock them down. Each week we have a different topic. And in the first round, we make a list of every possible argument that a hater could make around that topic. In the second round, we'll blow those hot takes up one by one. So our topic today, a very popular one. It came up last week. Peyton Manning is better than Tom Brady. That's the hot take. So we're going to start out with round one. We're going to line them up. We're going to go around the horn here, as we always do. And as we always do, we're going to start with Tom. So, Tom, put your hater hat on and tell us why Peyton is better than Tom Brady. Uh, this is a great question. And um, I would say that the most popular pushback I get on this, you know, in terms of our uh, debating Brady over uh, Peyton Manning over um, Tom Brady is that uh, Brady, uh, excuse me, Peyton Manning uh, has five MVPs to Tom Brady's three and has um, 11 pro, uh, excuse me, uh, eight time all pro. Eight, is he an eight time all pro? I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's an eight time pro, uh, all pro. And how many is Brady? Oh, you had to ask, didn't you? Okay. I stumped him. <laughs> well, while, he's looking at, while he's looking that up, we're going to move on. Justin, what do you got for Peyton Love here? Well, Peyton is just basically a product of the Tom Moore system, something that was implemented for him. And the, uh, the complexity of the offense was basically dumbed down to the point where it was so simplistic that, you know. So are you saying that Peyton has a system that was made for him or Brady has a system made for him? No, I'm saying Peyton had a system that was made for him, specifically tailored to him, through Tom Moore, his offensive coordinator, since his rookie year. 
Uh-huh. So is that a is that an argument that Peyton is better than Brady? Saying uh, that he Yeah, I mean he was able to implement that system as well as the same system in Denver in two franchises. So all right. Now and Tom, if you find out the if you do find the number of all pros for Brady, let me know. I know he had as he had five and Peyton had eight. Okay. So eight is more than five, so that's an argument in favor of Peyton Manning, general, what have you? Well, uh, my favorite one that I always hear, which is the, the ridiculous one that I have, is that, uh, that Brady just had more help than Peyton Manning, <laughs> and that uh, if Manning had had the defenses and the receiving core that Brady had had, then, you know, it, and, and if it had the kind of coaching that Brady had had, then, you know, he, he'd have won twice as many Super Bowls. It's just that Brady was in a better situation, and apparently Peyton was in, like, a, just a bad situation. Or he, he, was in a, he was in a bad situation. And there were a couple that I had here, which you just kind of touched on. If Peyton played for New England, he'd have 10 rings. Mm-hmm. If Peyton had Brady's defenses, he'd have 10 rings. So there's a couple of, of arguments there that are good. Now, I'm going to give you one here that's a little bit of a little bit little tricky people can argue that Peyton's regular season numbers are better than Tom Brady's they can make that argument but of course now Brady's got more yards and he's got more touchdowns but Peyton Manning played 265 regular season games that's how many he started so if we look at Brady's first 265 games Peyton actually beats him by 2400 yards 32 touchdowns and he did throw 83 more interceptions than Brady did in 265 games so he threw a lot more interceptions but his yards and his touchdowns are pretty significantly higher than Brady's so one could argue that in the same number of games Peyton's better so that's mine Mm -hmm. all right Tom back to you and if you, guys yeah. don't, if you guys don't have one, you can just say pass, and we'll come back to you. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, uh, so uh, Peyton Manning's been to f- uh, four Super Bowls with four different coaches and won two Super Bowls with two different coaches. Yes. Four different – he took four different coaches to the Super Bowl, won two with two coaches. Yes, he did. That's better than Brady. It's better than Brady. All right, Justin. What do you got? Um, right now, just pass. I just want to hear what's going on. All right. We'll, we'll come back to you. We'll back. General, anything else from you? Uh, I, I, I think we hit it. So yeah. I'll pass. All right. I got a couple more here. I've been a busy bee, guys. <laughs> Here's one that I hear, and this is going to make us laugh, but people say this. Peyton Manning is more clutch than Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't even know how that's possible, but okay. This is, <laughs> is this the is a comeback total. Is that what that is? I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to get this podcast listed under the comedy category. <laughs> so, all right, here's another one I have. Uh, Peyton had nine one and duns. However, he played well in his one and duns, and it's not oh. his fault that they lost. Oh, because he played good in the one and duns. Oh. Okay, that's another oh, one. Okay, so he played good in a loss. That's yeah, yeah. And here's another one, guys. Peyton Manning did 
played better versus common opponents in the playoffs in than Tom Brady. So when they played the same team in the same season, Peyton Manning did better. Oh, and that's nice. actually I'm gonna I have some numbers on that for you guys. And the last uh, I have two more. Brady, this is from ESPN. Do you guys remember ESPN came out with the 100 best players ever? And Jerry Rice was number one? Yes. And do you remember how Brady was like number 19 and Peyton was two mm-hmm. or, or something? Okay. That was the year I, he was injured, wasn't it? I, I think it might have been the year he was injured, but uh, ESPN had to respond and they posted something on Twitter which said, Why was Brady so much lower than Manning? Here's what they said. What they said was, Brady was not an automatic pro bowler and MVP candidate until 2007. That's, mm. their, that's their argument. Wow. So and because also, he was only an automatic pro bowl and MVP candidate for 13 years of his career. He's, he's 15 places lower than Peyton Manning. Yeah, and they okay. also, and I'll try to get a hold of that, that stat. I should have took a, a copy of it, but... What they also said is that, is that Peyton uh, regularly broke the 4% threshold, which is like he threw 4% mm-hmm. of the NFL's touchdowns by himself in a, in a given season. So they come out with these bizarre stats. But anyway, the one I took down here was that Brady was not an automatic pro bowler and MVP candidate until 2007. And then last but not least... Peyton is three and two head to head versus Brady in the playoffs. Got a winning record, guys. He's also three and one versus Tom Brady in conference championships. So he beats Brady head to head. He beats him, guys. Right? That was a good one. I was going to bring that up too. I just thought of that one. And then mm-hmm. it was okay. funny because you said you had the last one. I was like, he's going to mention that. <laughs> okay. So now, do you guys have? Did I miss anything at all? No, I think we got it. Uh, the, the, I mean, in, unless this was covered in a in a different way, um, the, uh, it took it took Tom Brady a couple more seasons uh, to match Peyton Manning in touchdowns and yards. Yeah, so that kind of goes along with what I said about the two hundred sixty five games. Yeah. Where- okay. Where Brady, if you take his first 265 games, which is how many Peyton played, Peyton has more in that space of time. Speaking of that, let's go to that one. So here's round two. It's, let's put your armor on. Let's load up here. Let's get ready to do some battle here now. So let's start with that one. Peyton's regular season numbers are better than Brady's. If you look at the same number of games... Peyton started 265 games. I'm going to read these out to you. 71,899 yards, 500, which was number one all time at, the, at that time. 540 touchdowns, number one all time. 251 picks, 96.5 passer rating. Tom Brady, games one through 265, 69,494 yards, 508 touchdowns, 168 picks, 97.6. So Brady's got him. He threw fewer picks, and he had a higher passer rating. But he's 2,400 yards behind. He's 32 touchdowns behind. And he's ahead by 83 picks. So, so Peyton Manning's got to be better, right, guys? 
Is he better? Oh my god. Well, well my my thing on that um is uh I would say big whoop. You know, they they play they play football games in the playoffs. And if you combine Tom Brady's playoff games with his regular season, he absolutely blows Peyton Manning away. No, guys, the, the dome has got to be factored into this. I mean, he's he's got elite, you know, uh, he's got great numbers and all, but the the weather has got to be affected. You know what I mean? The the weather and you know Weapons. the weather is this huge factor here. Did you guys see the analysis where Peyton Manning played forty nine percent of his home games or of his yeah. games overall? Forty nine percent in a dome. Brady played eight percent. And Tom, you may have been the one who posted this, but they took Brady's numbers in a dome where he's got a one oh nine passer rating. Yes. And they extrapolated it out to the games he played in. If he played forty nine percent of his games in a dome, he'd have eighty one thousand yards, six hundred and twenty touchdowns, and he'd be a mile ahead of Peyton Manning. It's the dome. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's a factor. It's, it's definitely a factor. It's a huge it's, factor. I'm concerned. Like Brady plays in New England. I mean, yeah, he's been, he's up here playing in the wind and the snow. And here's the real thing about it, though. If you look at Peyton Manning, he played 265 games. It's a lot of games, but longevity is a part of this game, and it's a, it's unfair to just say, well, let's just look at Brady's 265 games. Why do we have to just look at those? Brady stayed healthy for longer than Peyton Manning did. That counts for something. Absolutely. This is a, this is a contact sport. And if, and if you're able to deal with injury and you're able to, at 40-plus years old, get out there and play NFL football at an elite level, then you deserve credit for that. And you're, you don't get that credit if you just say, well, we're just going to look at your first 265 games. Should we do that to Babe Ruth? Should we look at Tony Conigliaro's first 200 games? He hit 100 home runs faster than Babe Ruth did. Should we say, well, let's look at his first 200 games and, and Tony Conigliaro's better than Babe Ruth. Maybe we ought to do that. It's bad. Yep. So, and not only that, but Peyton Manning had every advantage that a quarterback could possibly have. Think about this. He was drafted to a dome team. He was loaded down with elite-level weapons at the skill positions. Right from the beginning, his first year, he had Marshall Falk at running back. Mm -hmm. He had seven first-round draft picks at the skill positions. I posted this before. Edger and James, Joseph Adai, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Anthony Gonzalez. Who am I forgetting? Uh, Pierre Donald Garcon, Brown. Demarius Thomas. Yeah, Garcon, yeah. Dallas Clark. Yeah. Yeah. So – all these weapons, obviously, their plan in Indy was to load him up with offensive weapons and to just score a ton of points on everybody. That team was built for offense. Brady's team was not. It was never built for high offensive output. Yet somehow, he's 2,400 points and 32 touchdowns behind. He ought to be 100 touchdowns behind. Especially when you out. think of, Yeah, yep. I'm sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, playing up here in the wind and the snow and the cold in New yeah, England. That's crazy. And, and Manning playing half of his games in a living room where weather is an absolute non-factor. And by the way, 83 fewer interceptions and a higher passer rating. 
This guy was supposed to be the best thing that ever happened in the NFL. You remember, I don't know if you guys remember when Manning came up, this guy was going to revolutionize the whole entire game. Yep. It was never going to be the same. Instead, we find out that eventually, after the same number of games, Tom Brady has a higher passer rating, and he's within striking distance despite all the advantages that, month, that uh, Peyton Manning had. So, good. So that's number one. Number two, let's talk about this one. If Peyton Manning played for the Patriots, he'd have 10 rings. What do you think, guys? How many rings would he have if he was playing up here? Couple, I would say a couple. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he is—he's—he is a great quarterback. I mean, there's no denying that. But um, if you—if you, so you—you you put into play the dome, you put into play the weapons, um, mm-hmm. and you have to put into play his. He has done nothing but choke his entire career. Right, and and I am not led to believe that any of that would have changed. If he was in New England, throwing to lesser weapons, you know, like David Givens and David Patton and, you know, Deion Branch. That's the general's boy now. Don't, don't, yeah. don't bring so, up David Patton. So, I, you know, I don't, I, you know, to, to say that he would have won 10 rings is just preposterous. I mean, I mean, maybe two. Maybe two. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, can you picture him in Brady's situation throwing to J.R. Redmond there in the first Super Bowl they won? Can you see I, that with a minute left The history? I mean, can you see him doing a... A twenty-eight-three comeback with you know the Manning face he's putting on every you know every quarter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's uh, I, I, mean, I wanted to oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say he'd be down by fourteen to the Ravens. You think he's coming back from that? Does he have the fortitude to do that? I don't know. I don't twice. Twice yeah. in the same yeah. game. Yeah, two yeah. fourteen-point comebacks in one game. I don't think yeah. Peyton Manning has, has yeah. the balls to do that. I had a, a a little fun fact I just wanted to bring up real quick. Um, mm-hmm. My brother-in-law. Uh, was a running back for the University of uh, El Paso, UTEP, uh, back when Peyton Manning was the quarterback of Tennessee. Uh, they had a they had a game against Tennessee, um, Peyton Manning, and they lost fifty nine to nothing. Oh, Jason! <laughs> wow, yeah, that's well, it fun. Was a squeaker. It was a squeaker. Yeah. So yeah. I and I will have to. I'll double check this, but off the top of my head, the biggest comeback for Peyton Manning in a playoff game was Patriots? Yeah. Was he, he was down, yeah. He was yeah. down 18. He was down 18. So oh, I, don't know. That I don't know. Though, right? That was in Indy, right? That was at Indy, yeah. And exactly. I, don't, I don't know what the biggest fourth quarter comeback was. I think the biggest fourth quarter comeback for him was three points. And let's, biggest... to, to touch on that game, um, at the end of the first half, Mm-hmm. He threw what would have been a clear pick six to Asante Samuel that was dropped. That would have put the Patriots up 28-3, to three, getting the ball to start the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the second half of that game, uh, late in the game, the Colts just completely forgot to cover Rache Caldwell. Right. And he went... He went downfield. He had no turned around. He had nobody within fucking twenty yards of him, and he Brady threw it. the ball right off his hands and he dropped it. Uh, yep. I still see it. I still remember. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that was an awful, awful loss. That that's gonna be up there with probably one of the worst losses I've seen the Patriots have in the postseason. Yep. And that was uh, that was the first of three times that the New England Patriots allowed a go-ahead touchdown in the last minute of a playoff game. Oh, so if we talk about 
Peyton in New England. I think it was Steve who put this in a very nice way. And I, I just tweeted this out today or yesterday where I said, look, Peyton choked repeatedly in the playoffs playing in a dome with Hall of Fame caliber weapons around him. Do we really think he's going to be winning rings, playing in the snow, and throwing it to Jermaine Wiggins and Troy Brown? I don't think so. No. 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 I, I, I don't think so. Now, maybe in 2007. But, I mean, in 2007, we, we saw what happened. The Giants came out with that big pass rush in Super Bowl 42. Peyton didn't do well under that kind of pressure. He didn't do well with under pressure late in games when there was nobody rushing him. So, and, you I know, don't let's know. face Let's face it, Peyton Manning, like much like Aaron Rodgers and Drew mm-hmm. Brees to a certain extent, um, are stat hounds. And what I mean by a stat hound is that, you know, if you put them in a situation where they're at the two, three yard line, um, you know, are they, gonna, are they going to try to get the touchdown throwing or are they going to hand it off? You know, right. I, I see Peyton Manning as a guy that would want the touchdown, throw, passing touchdown. Yeah, where and, Brady and- would, would hand it off, like you saw in the. Uh, Super Bowl against the Rams um, a couple seasons ago. Yeah, and by the way, speaking of that, Super Bowl 50. Now, we're going to talk about Super Bowl 50, but uh, Von Miller caused a fumble. They recovered it at the two-yard line. You figure, okay, hand it off to C.J. Anderson. He scores. They had Manning throwing the ball from the two-yard line. You know they were trying to give Manning a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. So, anyway, I – the, the point here is about if he played on the Patriots, there is no evidence that he would have done better here than he did in Indy with all the advantages he had. He did poorly with all those advantages. So if you take those advantages away, there is no evidence at all that anybody could show me that he would do better. I think he'd probably do worse. No, now, absolutely. Yeah. Now, let's talk about Brady's defenses, right? Brady's defenses. If Manning had Brady's defenses, guys, come on now. What do you think? Seven rings, eight rings for Peyton? If he had Brady's defense? <laughs> what do we think here? Give me a number. God. Probably don't have enough fingers. I don't know. I, <laughs> now, I want to tell you guys this. First of all, Brady's defenses, you can take all these rankings that people are always talking about Look at how highly ranked Brady's defenses were, and they were ranked this and they were ranked that. Defensive rankings are calculated from regular season games. They give out Lombardis in the playoffs. You can take those regular season rankings and flush them right down the toilet bowl. Mm -hmm. Brady's defenses screwed him repeatedly in the playoffs. And Um, we can, I I mentioned it a second ago. Go ahead, Tom, and then I'm going to add something. Yeah, if anyone's curious, uh, I just pulled up some uh, information here. Uh, Peyton Manning's gone one and done nine times, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Uh, The interesting part of that is six times out of those nine, he has had top ten defenses. Uh, Mm -hmm. The 2002 Colts were seventh in points allowed, eighth in yards allowed, lost Mm -hmm. in the first, you know, one one and done. 2005 Colts, second in points allowed, 11th in yards allowed, 2007 Colts, first in points allowed, third in yards allowed. Wow. 2008 Colts, eighth in points allowed, 11th in yards allowed, lost in the first playoff game. 2012 Broncos, fourth in points allowed, second in yards allowed, one and done. 
2014 Broncos, 16th in points allowed, third in yards allowed, mm-hmm. lost in the first playoff game. Those are some pretty stellar defenses to go six one and dones with. Tom Brady has gone one and done three times his entire career, and mm-hmm. everybody throws up that he's always had the best defenses of any quarterback. Yeah, and, and this is based on no information, except some, sometimes what they'll do is they'll quote the Patriots' defensive rankings, but they won't quote it in context. In other words, they won't say what Peyton Manning's were or whoever they're comparing him to, what their defenses were. They just cite Brady's. But as I said, yeah, that's, these, that's are, the best part. these are regular season rankings. Now, in the playoffs, I mentioned this already once, three go-ahead touchdowns allowed in the final minute of playoff games. Biggest blown fourth quarter lead in history at the time, 14 points, Super Bowl 36. Second biggest blown fourth quarter lead in the Super Bowl, 11 points, two years later in Super Bowl 38. Second most points allowed ever in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl, 19 points allowed in Super Bowl 38 in the fourth quarter. Seven blown leads after a Brady go-ahead score in the playoffs. And the New England Patriot defense has allowed 800 yards and 52 points in the final seven and a half minutes of regulation in Super Bowls. 800 yards and 52 points. Peyton Manning's defenses have blown three leads. Brady's have blown seven. Now, let's look at points per game in the playoffs. I know points per game is not the best thing to look at, but when you're dealing with small samples, it's a good thing to look at. Points per game in the playoffs, Manning's defense is 21.4, Brady's 20.6. So they're eight-tenths of a point apart. Wow. So all yeah. this is a lot of hooey to say that one man's defenses are better than the other. Brady's defenses routinely screw him in the playoffs. And let's, let's throw this out here. Manning, Pate Manning, 3-10. and 10 in the playoffs when his defense allowed more than 20 points. He's 3-10, and 10, and he's 4-12 and 12 when he trailed at any point during the game. Think about that. He trailed at any point in the game. He's 4-12. and 12. And think, Brady, it's, it's a, it's a, Sorry to – so along those lines, think of all the times that Brady's come back in the playoffs. He came back from two 14-point deficits against the Ravens in that defense. He came back when he was down 10 against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had mm-hmm. the best defense at the time. Um, you know, so that, Down 10 against that, Seattle? Yeah, down 10 yeah. against Seattle. By the way, the same team that beat him 43-8 in the Super Bowl yeah. the year before. Um, <laughs> yeah, but his ankle so, hurt, I mean, Tom. His ankle hurt. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his ankle was bothering him a lot. So, and, and, so, and this is what I, I can't believe. And I was looking at something else. I was doing an analysis of fourth quarter deficits and Super Bowls. And that's when I found this stat about Manning, that he was 4-12 and 12 when he trailed at any point in the game in the playoffs. Brady is 6-6 six and six when he trailed by 10 points or more. Well, this has nothing to do with Peyton's defenses. Can you guys hear my air quotes? It has nothing to do with Peyton's defenses. It has to do with Peyton cracking under pressure. Mm. Now let's go to, I think that treats that very well. We don't have to belabor that much. How about this one? Peyton Manning, 
More clutch than Tom Brady, guys. He's more clutch. Well, I, I think you just hit that with uh, yeah. record white when he's trailed at any point in the game. Yeah, that's, that's that, right those, there. Yeah, that's those, those just that just did it. Like, I mean, he's at one defining moment. It was that AFC Championship game in 2006. Other than that, nothing off the top of my head says yeah. Which, which again, is a game that he easily, like, very easily yeah, exactly, could have not, exactly. not had a comeback. Yep. Yes, there's, and there, there's no argument yeah. that, that at all. There's, there's I mean, no we, argument. We can all, all point to when um, the Pats played Denver, and what was Denver yeah. up? Twenty-four to three at halftime, or something like that. That windy night was it a Sunday night game? Yeah, um, yeah. Twenty-three or something like that. And the Pats came back. Brady was just lighting it up the second half. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, and I remember there was a game against Tampa. I think it was the year Tampa. I think it was the year Tampa won the Super Bowl. And he was way behind on a Monday night, and he came back and won. Amazing. It was it was it was a regular season. It game, even um, you know, twenty fifteen, um, Peyton Peyton beats Brady um in the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, Brady went down the field. Well, what did they get the ball with like forty seconds left or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he 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 threw that uh that long putt, perfect pass to Gronk. Down the middle of the field. Yep. yep. And that then they scored the touchdown. And then they just missed the two point conversion. Like oh, yeah. Brady was like, yeah, you're telling me that Peyton Manning won that game, but Brady fucking almost won the game. And and, and not only clutch. that, Steve, but not only that, but for some unknown reason, the Patriots went for it on fourth down twice in field goal range. They lost this game by two points. They passed on two field goal attempts. And then they ended up losing by two. So, hey, Peyton won the game. All credit to Peyton. But let's talk about some numbers here. I track a stat called gap go-ahead percentage. These are opportunities in the fourth quarter and overtime when the quarterback has the ball with a chance to take the lead. So he's tied or he's down by seven or fewer. In the regular season, Peyton Manning is 62 of 149. That's a 416 average in go-ahead situations. That's top nine all time. There's only nine quarterbacks in history that are over 500, 400. Nobody's over 500. So that's a good average in the regular season. Brady mm-hmm. in the regular season is 51 of 114. That's a 447 average. So they're close. Number one all-time regular season gap. Who do you guys think it is? Throw some names out at me. Oh, God. John Elway. Joe nope, Montana? Nope. Montana's over 400, but it's not him. And Drew Ma- Brees. Marino? And he's, he's over 400. Marino's just below 400. Andrew Luck. Wow. Andrew Luck's gap is 480. His go-ahead percentage. Highest of anybody. All right. But in the playoffs, Peyton Manning is 5 of 18. So he's had 18 opportunities to take the lead in the fourth quarter and overtime. He's converted 5. His average is 278. Only Tony Romo, Joe Flacco, and Brett Favre are worse out of the guys I looked at. This is a minimum of 5, minimum of 5 opportunities. Tom Brady in the playoffs. He's 18 for 28. That's a 643 average. He's got the most ever go-ahead scores by double over anybody. The only one better percentage-wise, believe it or not, is Kurt Warner, who's 5 of 7 
his average is 714, but he had seven opportunities, which is kind of like bragging about your 400 batting average a week into the season. Yeah. Tom, Tom Brady's. Yeah, yeah. So Brady's 18 for 28. He's got a 643 average. He's got more than triple the go-ahead scores that Peyton has. His average is almost 400 points higher. It's not even close. Brady has eight go-ahead scores in Super Bowls alone. And the only one close, number-wise, is Drew Brees, who's 9 of 18. So Brees has 9 in the playoffs overall. Brady has 8 in Super Bowls alone. This is even close. Peyton Manning is a choker. Sorry. Don't shoot oh. the messenger. The word is <laughs> uh, he's... he's... I, I will I will say every day that he's the biggest choker in professional sports history. There is not a bigger choker across any sport, across mm-hmm. I don't care what the sport is. Peyton Manning is the biggest choker. There is no doubt about it. How about Greg Norman? Greg Norman, isn't he a bad choker in golf? Uh, uh, the shark. Yeah. I think he's bad. And then there was – who else could be a choker? Oh, A-Rod maybe? A-Rod, but – A-Rod. Yeah. Baseball is different, though. Himself, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's less of a less individual stuff there because one what, man can't. Yeah. Well, so well, what is Peyton Manning's uh, most memorable moment in, in in all of his Super Bowls? I was just trying to think of it, and I think yeah, the biggest I remember. Peyton I know Manning, what it is. I think his most memorable. I was just going to say Tracy Porter interception <laughs> against. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. You know what? That's funny? like the biggest thing I remember Peyton Manning doing in the Super Tracy, Bowl. Tracy Tracy Porter joined him on the Broncos. They were playing together. That must have yes, been awkward. Were. Hey, Peyton, I, I beat you. So anyway, so yeah. So the I man is a choker. Like, yeah. I and, celebrated like, a, like, like it was the Patriots when he threw that. that uh, <laughs> oh, my I, God. Those, well, you those... know, the, the, Saints, the Saints had the Katrina thing going, and, and yep. it was a really good story. And, you know, you, you root, I was rooting for them for that reason. Plus, I wanted Peyton to lose, and it was just – it just was Yeah, seeing so, so, so Manning losing, that was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to see that Manning face. The Manning face is worth a thousand words. Yes, so, so good. So the clutch, uh, the gap scores and the clutch performance, uh, throwing a pick six to lose the Super Bowl, there's no, better, there's no better comparison. You look at Tom Brady coming back from 25 points down to win a Super Bowl and coming back from 10 points down to win a Super Bowl. And, and Peyton Manning down seven with three minutes and 15 seconds left to play. He's got a chance to tie. He's Mr. Comeback. He's Mr. Everything. Throws a pick six at Tracy Porter. And if you watch the replay, that was a horrible pick. That was terrible. And they were up 10. They were up 10 to nothing in the first quarter, if I remember correctly, right? And, and I got to tell you, too. I mean, you could see Tracy Porter – Followed the quarterback's eyes the whole entire way. Oh, yeah, he telegraphed that. That was horrible. That was the worst pick in history in, in, in Super Bowl. I would say, let's, I don't want to go, I don't want to say Super Bowl history because uh, Russell Wilson, if there's any Russell Wilson stands out there, that was a pretty bad pick, too. Yeah, that was the worst one. But I mean, look, Butler made a better play. On, I, I could see <laughs> Wilson throwing that ball. Whereas Manning, he should have seen that guy. That was terrible. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. This next one here. Peyton Manning took four coaches to the Super Bowl, guys. He took Dungy. He took Jim Caldwell, John Fox, and Gary Kubiak, guys. Four coaches to the Super Bowl that Peyton Manning took. And Brady only took one. So that's got to be better, right? 
I look at it like four coaches took Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's <laughs> it's uh, you know it's. I'm, uh, it, go ahead. I'm 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 gonna no, I'm no, to pull I mean, something up right here. Can... So I just pulled this up right here. Gonna say, so yeah. Peyton Manning, um, Peyton Manning in his two Super Bowl winning runs, okay, played seven postseason games. His stats mm-hmm. in those seven games, five touchdowns and eight interceptions. In his two Super Bowl runs? Yes. I'm surprised it was not more. And in the and first one, in, in the first one, since people love to talk about kickers so much, Peyton Manning in 2006 in the playoffs got outscored by his kicker. His kicker got over 40 points in that playoff. One game where, I think it was, was it still Vanderjack in 06 or was it Vinatieri? That was Vinatieri. Yeah. All right. So Vinatieri had five field goals in one game because apparently field goals don't matter now. And that Super Bowl against the Bears um, mm-hmm. that he won was one of the most boring Super Bowls I ever saw in, in my life. That's People want to give me that Brady's uh, sixth Super Bowl was a boring game mm-hmm. against the Rams. Well, the fucking I think it was more exciting than the shitty Super Bowl that Peyton Manning had against uh, Rex Grossman. That would have been Rex, the blowout, Rex, too. Rex Grossman that he that he beat. Um, and also yep. at the same time in 2015, nobody's going to tell me that Peyton Manning took that team to the Super Bowl. No, no, that was his defense. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now let me um, let me let me break this down a little bit. 2009, Jim Caldwell took over for Dungy. He did his best George Seifert impersonation. <laughs> took over this this perfectly built machine took it over they they did lose anthony gonzalez we were talking about anthony gonzalez before they lost him they lost marvin harrison and dominic rhodes but then they got pierre garçon took over as a major target they got austin collie they got donald brown as a first round pick a caught a lot more passes dallas clark and reggie wayne caught a lot more balls so they kind of just redistributed the ball to make up for the loss of Marvin Harrison. But this is not a a coach who takes over a team in disarray and has to rebuild the team. He did George Seifert. He took over a winning team and he won. Listen, I think of it this way, guys. Instead of him bringing four coaches, different coaches to the Super Bowl, he had one offensive coordinator, the same one the entire time, where Brady, it was Weiss. It was McDaniel's. It yep. was O'Brien. You know, it was Belichick for a little while. You know what I mean? It just yeah, excellent point. It, it's, yep, that's good. That's good. It just, it's and, great. And by the way, I 2013 in Denver, John Fox. If we can get past the HGH thing, Peyton, I know we're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to talk about HGH because it was for his pregnant wife, guys. But it was his wife, guys. Come it on, it was his, his wife. wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, it, it was shipped was, to her, so it had to be legal. Yeah, and her name was on it. Exactly, name, it's legal, federal, so it's legal. Fifty-five touchdowns, it. fifty-five <laughs> touchdowns after major neck surgery. HGH <laughs> to his wife. Come on, guys, this you know yeah, Tom, total coincidence. Yeah, yeah hey, complete hey, Tom, coincidence. Tom, the, what really happened is that his wife felt so much better that he was happy, and the happiness made him go out and throw fifty-five yeah. touchdowns. It's there's a very clear explanation for this. Yeah, he the, the explanation is that he he huddled with uh, 
Roger Clemens and uh, <laughs> decided to uh, utilize that as his excuse. Wait, wait. If we can get past that, he had a great regular season. He got absolutely em- embarrassed. He got destroyed in the Super Bowl. He lost by 38 points to the LOB. I understand his foot hurt or his ankle hurt or whatever it was. If Peyton is responsible for the results, if suddenly Peyton Manning is taking coaches to the Super Bowl and not vice versa, if Peyton's responsible, then he is responsible for getting taken out behind the woodshed by, by Seattle in 2013 because that was absolutely atrocious. Let and, me ask and, you guys. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me ask you guys this. Tom Brady has six rings. Okay, and he has three Super Bowl losses. All right, if one of those Super Bowl losses was forty-three to eight, yeah, what would people say? That's the oh, first thing they bring up. Oh, oh my kill god! They would, would never stop hearing it. Never stop hearing the end of that. And and by the way, if we can go on that route, what if Tom Brady's on the one-yard line and he throws a pick to Seattle in the Super oh, Bowl? Oh god! That's never the, hear the end of it. Yeah, that is the first thing that anybody would ever bring up. Super Bowl pick. How many people bring it up for Russell Wilson? Has anybody ever heard anyone be like, hey, Mr. Interception Man, what's up with that interception? When's the last time anybody's ever brought that up against Russell Wilson? I don't think I've ever heard anybody do it. No. I no. All right, and I, I do want to mention Kubiak here. We'll move on, but uh, Peyton started nine games in 2015. I don't know if he got hurt or he got benched. But he started nine games. That was a combination of both. Yeah, it was both. That's when what's his name came in for him. Um, Osweiler. Thank Brock you. Osweiler. Went up getting a big and, contract. Yeah. And now he started nine games. He lost two in a row. He had two bad losses. He threw nine touchdowns total in nine games, and I believe seventeen picks, if I'm right. But he threw nine touchdowns in nine games. Brock Osweiler came in and threw ten in seven games. He went five and two. He had almost as many yards as Manning had in less games. Every bit the QB that Manning was, obviously Osweiler had a better arm and was performing much better than Peyton Manning was. And so I guess maybe it was the system in Denver that Osweiler could do just as well as Peyton Manning. So (laughs) there was was a divisional playoff versus Pittsburgh in 2015. And by this time, Manning was out there playing. I don't know why they put him in there. I have no clue. They got the ball. They ended up on the Pittsburgh 14-yard line. They ran the ball five straight times. They're on the Pittsburgh 14. They ran it five straight times until the running back scored. No passes. What kind of confidence must they have had in Peyton Manning's (laughs) arm that they they don't attempt one pass? From the 14. And then yep. another touchdown. There was another touchdown in that game. The Denver defense forced a turnover, of course. They're on the 23-yard line. Peyton Manning hands it off to C.J. Anderson. He runs it in for a touchdown on the first play. That's two touchdown drives where Peyton Manning had nothing to do with the whole thing. And, and Super Bowl 50, I promise to talk about Super Bowl 50. Peyton Manning led that offense to nine points on three field goals. Carolina scored 10. Now, the defense, you remember Von Miller recovered a fumble mm-hmm. in the end zone for a touchdown. That was the first one. 
later in the game. You remember that play where Cam Newton fumbled and he didn't even dive after the ball? Uh, yep. Okay. Denver, he had basically quit. Denver recovered the fumble at the two-yard line. They handed off to C.J. Anderson. Touchdown. Payne Manning didn't complete a pass on the whole drive. They tried to. They threw a pass. It was incomplete. They were trying to give him his touchdown pass is what they were trying to do, but yep. he didn't do it. You know, so, uh, th- there's two touchdowns right there in that game. Had nothing to do with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning led that offense to nine points. Carolina scored 10. If, if his defense doesn't bail him out, he's one and three in the Super Bowl. Go ahead, Tom. Speaking of the, uh, the, 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 the Broncos-Seattle Super Bowl where he got whooped, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things that a hater will bring up to me um, is that during the undefeated season in 2007, yep. Tom Brady had a record-breaking season. He mm-hmm. had a great offense. And he only, yep. and, and, and I get this all the time, he only mustered 14 points in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay? Right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning had a record-breaking season with 55 touchdowns. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And only thing. mustered eight points. In the Super Bowl. But, Tom, his foot hurt. Don't you understand? His foot was really hurting, man. Come on. He had a sore foot. Clearly, that explains everything. Amazing. That's an excellent point, Tom. I love that. That's a great point right there. More touchdowns than Brady, fewer points in the Super Bowl. And, by the way, in Tom Brady's case, he threw a touchdown pass to take the lead with two minutes and 42 seconds left in that game despite a pass rush that would have made Peyton Manning run home and call his mommy. <laughs> so he, Brady, somehow found a way to take the lead with two minutes and 42 left. And the defense, of course, as they love to do, gave up a touchdown at the end of that game with 35 seconds left, and we're not going to discuss that. So oh. Peyton Manning, okay, this is the next one. Peyton Manning played well in his one and dones. He played well. It wasn't his fault that they lost wow. in the one and done. Yeah. You I, know, I, I got... got... Yeah. No, go you ahead. go ahead, Justin, because I got to... No, I was going to say, up. it's interesting. Since go he's ahead. been in the league... Yeah, since Peyton's been in the league, um, he's played with a pro bowler at the wide receiver, tight end, or running back position zero times. He's always had a pro bowl every single year a player. Yep. To, be, to be one and done like that is just unacceptable ridiculous yeah and especially losing in wild card games like that too all right so here's here's the total points scored in in peyton manning's one and dones right dave here's the yeah i'm sorry i really didn't mean to interrupt you but i felt this was a good time to bring this up um i i was debating with somebody yesterday regarding um the one and dones with the with the sit with the six top 10 defenses Right. Um, I it, in that I sent um, this this uh, notes page that I have saved, which I you know send it. So when somebody, so this guy that I was debating with, send it sent it back to me, and it was marked up. Okay. Yeah. So the 2005 Colts defense that was second in points allowed, 11th mm-hmm. in point in yards allowed. He marked it up and said, "You can account that to a Vanderjet missed field goal." Okay. Right. Then. 2012 oh, yeah. Broncos defense, fourth points, fourth in points allowed, second in yards allowed. 
He marked it up and said that is due to the mile high miracle thanks to Raheem Moore. Mm-hmm. And then um, in the 2014 Broncos defense, he's trying to tell me that it's, uh, you know, 16th of points allowed, third and yards allowed. This is not a top 10 scoring defense. So this is, right. I bring that up only because this, this guy sent this to me marked up like that to try mm. to make excuses for Peyton Manning. Yeah. And here's the thing. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, one and done's, but uh, total points scored by Peyton Manning's offense in one and done's. Here it is. Zero, 13, 16, 16 again, 17, 17 again, 18, 24, and 35. So out of nine games, he, he scored more than 18 points twice. I don't want to hear about no miracles. I don't want to hear about no kicker. I don't want to hear about anything. You have a team that is built to score 35 points on everybody. You scored 18 or fewer seven of nine times and got well, shut out once. Totally. No excuse. Now, let's quickly talk about passer ratings in those games. And I hate passer ratings, and, and you're going to find out why. Here's Peyton's passer ratings in the one and dones. 31.3, 60, 62.3, 75.5, 82.0, 88.3, starting to get better, 90.4, 90.9, and 108.7. So he had a 108 passer rating in a, in a, a one and done. In his gap opportunities, his go-ahead opportunities in the one and done games, he had 12 opportunities. He converted three. Wow. That's a, that's a 250 average. There were two blown, uh, three blown leads, actually. But in the 2007 Divisional versus San Diego, which I don't think this is what your friend was talking about. Uh, after his defense blew a lead, Peyton Manning got the ball twice more. After his defense gave up the lead, he turned it over on downs both times. Yet, he had a 97.7 passer rating. This is the problem when you look at passer rating. Mm-hmm. It's not situational. Peyton Manning had the ball two different times in the fourth quarter of a playoff game with a chance to take the lead. He turned it over on downs both times. Okay. 2012 Divisional versus Baltimore, which I don't know if this is, this is a different game. Baltimore took the lead. Again, Peyton got the ball twice after Baltimore took the lead. He punted and he threw a pick. In overtime, by the way. Okay. Hmm. Look, it sucks when your defense coughs up a lead. But sometimes you have to win the game twice. If you're Tom Brady in the 2018 AFC Championship game, you have to win it three times. Yep. He got the ball <laughs> twice in overtime. Baltimore won the toss. They punted. Now a field goal wins the game. Peyton got the ball twice. He punted, and he threw a pick. But he got an 88.3 passer rating. Oh, and by the way, Tom Brady is a perfect three for three in overtime drives. Game-winning scores all three times. And Peyton's 0 for three. Now, if, <laughs> if we let him off the hook for these blown leads where his defense did cough up the lead, take those off the table, he still has seven one and duns that would still be number one all time ahead of his brother who has four. Let's go to, I want to talk about a few other one and duns here while we're on the topic. 2005 Divisional versus Pittsburgh. 
Peyton stands love to blame this one. This is what your buddy was talking about, Tom. Yep. They love to blame this on Vander Jack. He missed from 46. They love to blame him. But in reality, look at the game. Stop looking at the last minute of the game like, like people love to do. Peyton had the ball. He's down 22 to 18 with two minutes and 31 seconds left and three timeouts. He's down three, two and a half minutes left and three timeouts. You're the goat. You're the sheriff. You're the caveman or whatever they call you. You got to win that game. And if Peyton Manning won that game, that's all we ever would have heard about, right? Yep. On his own, he gets the ball in his own 18-yard line. Here's his drive. Two-yard pass, sack, incompletion, 10-yard sack, ends up at his own two-yard line on fourth down. So now you just gave Pittsburgh the ball with 127 left at the, at the Indy two-yard line, and you're down four. That's your ball game. Pittsburgh was two yards away from scoring a touchdown. They were already in field goal range. The one thing you can't do there is what? Turn it over. Remember what Bettis did on first down? Yep. He coughed it up. Coughed it up. And Indy ran it back 35 yards. It would have been okay if he coughed it up and they tackled him. That would have been almost as good because now Peyton's got to drive the length of the field in a minute and a half. They ran it back 35 yards. Now he's got the ball with 101 left in the game with all of his timeouts. What does he do? Reggie Wayne for 22 yards, Marvin Harrison for eight yards, two incompletions, field goal miss. And everyone goes, oh, oh, Vanderjack lost you the game. He, he was the luckiest man in the world to even get that ball back at all. And we talk about Vanderjack. Oh, yep. and by the way, by the way, he had a 90.9 passer rating. So it was a great game, obviously, because he had a 90 passer rating. All right. Two, 2008 wild card versus San Diego. Peyton got the ball three times. He's up three in the second half. He got the ball three times. Chance to put him up two scores and put the game away. Here's what he did. Three and out, four yards total. 10 plays, 22 yards, punt, three and out, four plays, 12 yards, end of regulation. San Diego wins the toss. They get a touchdown in overtime. So he had the ball three, actually four times. I said, I said three times. He had the ball four times in the second half with a chance to put it away. He fails four times in a row. And what do people say? Well, San Diego won the toss. So the coin toss beat us. But guys, he had a 90.4 passer rating. Look at yep. me. Look at my passer rating. I got a 90.4. Failed four straight times in the fourth quarter, but I got a 90 passer rating. All right, 2010 wild card versus the Jets. We're familiar with the 2010 Jets, unfortunately. First off, why is Peyton Manning losing this game? It's the Jets. Don't the Jets play in that division that's a really easy division? What division oh, are yeah, they playing? Yeah. Don't yeah. they play in the, that easy division? What is it? The, the, uh, the AFC least? The AFC least. Why yeah. is Peyton Manning losing to the AFC East? They're easy. Why is he losing this game? 
They beat the Pats and the Colts. They beat Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in the same playoff. How'd they do that? And so here, Peyton Manning got a 108.7 passer rating versus the Jets. 18 for 26, 225 yards and a touchdown. But there's a but here. Here's Mark Sanchez, our, our Mr. Butt Fumble himself. Here's his second half drives. His second half drive, they shut him out in the first half. You guys remember this? Sanchez got shut yep. out in the first half. Okay? Yeah. In the second half, he goes, he goes, touchdown, touchdown, punt, field goal. Here's Peyton Manning's second half drives. Field goal, field goal, field goal. What's wrong with this picture? You got one team scoring touchdowns, and you got the other team kicking figgies. Don't wonder why you're behind. Don't wonder why you're tied. Jets had no points in the first half. They're at Indy. You shut out somebody in your own house in the first half, you got to win that game. And you got to score more than 16 points in your own yard. There's Uh no excuse. Forget the passer rating. Brady lost 11 playoff games total. Peyton lost 13. So he's lost more than Brady has, even though Brady's played in 14 more games. Peyton still lost more. Brady, I'm going to be very honest with everybody. Tom Brady deserved to lose when he got 14 points versus Baltimore in 2009. I was at that game. 14 to 33, miserable game. Oh, it was hard. Ugly, ugly game, man. Okay. Tom Brady. The first drive. With uh, what's his name running down the field there? Yeah, Mr. Wife Puncher himself. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. So, Roger Goodell never saw the video. By the way, guys, he never saw the video. I just want to let everybody know that <laughs> Tom Brady deserved to lose that game when he scored 14 points versus Baltimore. He deserved to lose, and he lost by 19. He deserved to lose just like Peyton deserved to lose when he went one and done in 2010 and all those other one and dones he had. All right. So that's what I, I, I wanted to talk about the one and dones. Anybody else have anything else on that? Cause if no, not, no. straightforward. Yeah. All right. Now somebody brought up MVPs. How do we respond to the MVP argument? Um, Peyton Manning I mean, is the greatest regular season quarterback. of all. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's it. It's a regular season. The stat. Regular season. A- That's a regular season <laughs> stat. You can I remember he exactly, shared one yeah. of those two with McNair as well. Yeah. Did you yeah, uh, did you ever see that flow chart? How no. the MVP is decided? No. I don't remember it exactly, but it's like, was there an outstanding player in the NFL this year? No. <laughs> Give it to Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Was it a quarterback? No. Give it to Peyton Manning. Nice. Was it a quarterback? <laughs> yes. Was that quarterback Peyton Manning? No. Peyton Manning loses by a few votes. <laughs> so it's like that. Look, Peyton Manning won three MVPs, which I'm not going to begrudge him, three of those MVPs. Apparently, this has now turned into a QB stat title, which I hate. But okay, if you're going to turn it into a QB stat title, then treat it that way. Because he won in 2003 and four, legitimately, he was maybe the top all-around quarterback in the league. So, okay, fine. But 2008, Drew Brees led the league in yards. He led the league in touchdowns. 
and he beat Peyton Manning by a thousand yards and seven touchdowns. And he had a higher passer rating than Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning still won the MVP. Why? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Breeze doesn't have an MVP. That's crazy. Why did Breeze not win? Because he went eight and eight and he missed the playoffs. But I'm going to tell you this in the last three games of the season, week 15 versus Chicago, Breeze had the lead. His defense gave up a game tying field goal with no time left on the clock. Breeze, Breeze is used to this. His defense gave up the, the field goal with no time left on the clock. Chicago wins the toss. He doesn't see the ball in overtime. New Orleans loses. Two weeks later, they're playing Carolina. Carolina is a division leader. Breeze is ahead in the final minute again. Again, his defense gives up a field goal, this time with one second left. So they, they actually had a second left this time. It was better. They give Carolina a go-ahead field goal with one second left in the game. That's two losses literally in the last second. They win those two games. Drew Brees is 10-6. and six. He played well enough to be 10-6. and six. His defense coughed it up in the last second. They go 10-6. and six. Philly won the second wild card that year, you know. They were 9-6-1. 10-6 would have been enough for a, a wild card spot, and all of a sudden New Orleans is a playoff team now. Look, I get it. Peyton Manning is the golden child. It's completely not allowed to say anything negative about him. You can't talk about the teabagging incident at the University of Tennessee. You can't talk about the HGH. You can't talk about all of his choking, and you have to give him the MVP. He has to get it. And the first thing these guys think of is how can we give it to Peyton Manning? You could see it. Around week nine, it starts, right? Anytime yep. he was playing halfway decent, it's like Peyton Manning putting up MVP-type numbers, and they just keep repeating it. And by the time it gets to the MVP voting, everybody's just voting for Manning. 2009, same thing. Drew Brees led the NFL in passer rating and touchdowns in 2009. Yards behind Manning, but he beat him by one touchdown because Brees didn't even play the final game of the year. They were 13-3. and three. They had a first-round bye locked up, so they made the playoffs that year. So they couldn't use that excuse that he didn't make the playoffs. He was a first-round buy. Peyton Manning was a first-round. Breeze got more touchdowns. Breeze got a higher passer rating by 10 points. Right? Yeah. Guess who won the MVP? Oh. Peyton Manning. I give up. <laughs> so these two MVPs are completely bogus, and, and Brady's got three legitimate ones. So as far as I'm concerned... They both have legit three legitimate MVPs, and that well, whole argument. About tell me this with this argument with him having five, like you said, regular season MVPs, and they can that a team stat. How can you hold that against Brady then in the Super Bowl? I mean, he's four time Super Bowl champion. Yep, four time Super Bowl MVP. I mean, yeah, is that, is that considered a team stat? The go ahead scores I in the fourth quarter is clearly a team stat. So Brady, the ESPN argument wasn't Brady until two thousand seven. Brady wasn't playing in a dome with Hall of Fame caliber, still putting up top 10 QB numbers annually, right? Uh, so maybe he didn't do that before 2007, but Brady was 14-3 and three in his first 17 playoff games, three Lombardis in his first four seasons, another Super Bowl where he had a lead with 35 seconds left. And between, I don't know what ESPN's talking about, between 2001 and 2007, 
Tom Brady led the NFL in yards twice and touchdowns twice, including leading in touchdowns in his first full season in the league, which was 2002. Peyton led the NFL in yards once and touchdowns twice. So Brady put up just as many numbers as Manning did. I think ESPN's full of crap. And so, and by the way, Brady had four Pro Bowls and an All-Pro during those six seasons. And Manning had, in fairness, six Pro Bowls and three All-Pros. But is that enough to put a man 17 points behind the other one on that ranking? That, that ranking was a joke. Yes. And the argument we're working on right now is Brady versus Peyton head-to-head. Hey, Tom, are you still there? I am, Yes. What was Brady's record versus Peyton in the regular season? 11 and 6? 11 and 6, yes, that's correct. 11 and 6 in the regular season. And Peyton has the edge in the playoffs, 3 to 2. But here's the, here's the real joke. I think that that's... Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Let me go back and double-check that at some point. I do believe yeah. that's overall, including playoffs. But before I... You know, uh, say that. Let me let me double check, and and we can. I'll get back on the next podcast to confirm that. Yeah, and quarterbacks. This is the real joke here. Quarterbacks don't play against quarterbacks; they play against defenses. What you're really saying is, Peyton did a better job versus New England's defense than Brady did versus Indy's defense. So what? You're playing right. against two completely different units. And by the and way. Just- Go ahead. I'm sorry, and it's kind of off subject a little bit, but before I go, I just want to let you guys know that I did, you know, I, I, I send this out to a lot of family and friends and coworkers and such, and um, I had a lot of requests for us to uh, cover Tom Brady against Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers at some point. So just saying, yeah. if we want to do that in a, in a okay. you know, in the future, just uh, – yeah. Yeah, yeah, and those will be a lot shorter. I'm sure they will. All right, so playing against two completely different defenses. And by the way, Peyton has beaten the Patriots exactly once in the postseason when his defense allowed more than 20 points in the game. And that was when Brady took the lead late and his defense coughed it up with 59 seconds left. So that's the only time he's ever won a game against the Patriots when his defense allowed more than 20 points. Quarterbacks don't play against quarterbacks. This whole thing of this guy outdueled that guy, it's the dumbest thing anybody ever says. All right. Now, I got, I got one other thing here, and this is just some miscellaneous stuff because we're not going to let Peyton off the hook. Peyton Manning threw 15 interceptions nine times in a season. Nine times. Brady did it zero times. Overall passer ratings, just career passer ratings. Tom Brady's 97.0, 89.8 in the playoffs. Peyton Manning's 96.5, 87.4 in the playoffs. Brady beats him in both. Brady has 16 playoff games with a 100 passer rating. Peyton has 14 playoff wins total. <laughs> All right. Number of Pro Bowl teammates at the skill positions, wide receiver, tight end, running back. Peyton Manning, 28 in 17 seasons. One season with no Pro Bowlers. Justin, I think you said he had, I think you were saying that earlier. Tom Brady had 12 Pro Bowlers in 17 seasons. Seven seasons with no Pro Bowlers. 
And this is just a miscellaneous fact. 2004, Peyton scored a grand total of three points in a playoff game versus New England with Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Joseph Adai, and Dallas Clark on the field. Three points. And in his second Super Bowl win, we already talked about this, nine points on three field goals. First-round draft picks at the skill positions, Peyton had seven. Brady had three before the age of 40. I said before the age of 40 because they added Nikhil Harry and Sony Michelle, right? He was, a, yeah. All right. Uh, Tom Brady has beaten four number one seeds on the road in the playoffs. The Steelers twice, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Joe Montana did it once, and Peyton Manning did it never. <laughs> here's, here's one uh, that I posted a long time ago. People repeat this all the time. Brady has a 100-plus passer rating when throwing deep since 2001. He's one of six quarterbacks with a 100-plus passer rating when throwing the ball deep. Peyton Manning is not one of the six. Brady also has 100-plus touchdowns throwing deep. Peyton does not. Number of times being held to three points or less in the playoffs. Peyton Manning twice in 27 games. Brady zero times in 39 games. All right. And that's what I got. What else, guys? What else? What other possible argument could anyone possibly make for Peyton Manning? I think I he hit it. Yeah. I'm sick of anything more than that. Can I hope that you guys have a great weekend, Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. Happy Thank Memorial you, Day, everybody. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. All right. Ciao.